Hello and welcome to Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. This one is going to be so pop culture-y. Uh, it will not be a whole lot of acute mental neuroses until, eh, there might be some stuff at the end, um, and some stuff in the middle, uh, but it will not be at the beginning. First off, on the list you cannot see, I'm doing this in the order I've written it, the new bag I'm in love with. I meant to talk about this last week. Lizzie has been handing me backpacks, trying to find the perfect fit for me, and I I think I said on, I think two weeks ago, a week ago, that um, he'd give me a bag that had three really massive pockets on it, um, but it didn't do well for me to carp, um, compartmentalize all of my cables and stuff and computer and so forth and so on. He gave me one that's almost all pockets. It's like a giant, I don't know, gaggle of pockets? What's a group of pockets called? I love the bag. I love it. It is hard to be a ninja in it. Um, so many pockets means double that amount of zippers. But I'll deal with it. And not that I'm trying to be a ninja. That's not what I mean at all. Uh, I don't mean to sound like an ingrate. It is a fantastic bag. I'm looking at it right now, and I'm in love with it. So many pockets. So many pockets that I forget what pockets stuff goes in, which is an actual good problem for me, because I'm like, oh, I have too many pockets. I love that bag, and I just wanted it on record, because um, I'm such a bag whore. My dad had a thing about watches. My thing is backpacks. Um, messenger bags, so forth, so on, satchels, not so much fanny packs. Never, never fanny packs. But um, I am so much about uh, not having stuff in my pockets. I'm so much about having stuff in a pack, um, a man purse, even if you will. And this one does what I want it to do, and so much more. Like I said, I have so many pockets, I don't know what to do with them, and that's a problem I love having. Um, as opposed to not enough pockets and I'm freaking out. I do have a Captain America bag that I do love. It's the Captain America shield bag. Um, but it's only got, like Lizzie's uh, rucksack uh, military bag, it's only got like two or three like big pockets where I just have to go, okay, that pocket's cables and this and that, and this pocket is life stuff and this and that. And then it all gets intermingled and I don't like it. And speaking of intermingled, uh, would be a great time to jump into uh, one of the next things. I think my cables are racist. I'm not saying my cables hate other races of people. I'm saying my cables hate other races or colors of cables. I've noticed that my white cables, uh, the one for my bamboo, the one for my iPhone, get tangled up in themselves more than they get tangled up into my headphones, which are black. External hard drive cable, which is black. Is that weird? Are my cables racist? This is the stuff that keeps me up at night where I go, do I have racist cables? Are they segregating? Like, if they were to have water fountains, which why would they? But if they did, would only white ones be able to drink out of the white cable Water fountains versus the black cable water fountains. 
I swear to God, I'm not making this up. It's an actual thing in my bag. And I know, I know, it's probably because of the rate I rotate the cables out and I get them out and I put the 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 bamboo ones on top of the iPhone ones and then um, I end up digging out the uh, external hard drive one and putting that on top and it kind of gets shoved to the bottom because I don't use it that often. Um, I should use it more, that's a whole other story. I know it's a matter of rotation, but still, it's weird. It's weird that only the white ones get tangled up with the white ones and the black ones get tangled up with the black ones. I'm honestly hoping for some kind of social progression where I try to pull out a white cable and it's tangled with a black cable. I'm like, good for you. Speaking of other terrible thoughts, I brought up my idea that um, I've since brought up on the show, I think very early on, on how Smurfs reproduce. Like I've said, they have hair that implies ma mammalian, male to female, um, but it's a single female in a group full of males, which implies egg-based. And someone said, what if it's a Smurf mill? Like a puppy mill, but for Smurfs. And it's not she-Smurf. It's Smurfette. Smurfette, sorry. I'm she-Smurf. That sounds dumb. But Smurfette sounds so much better, because she's French, somehow. That Smurfette is basically in a place where she is continuously breeded for more Smurfs. That's more terrifying than the idea of them reproducing with eggs. Because you think, like, reproduce with eggs and Smurfs, and you're like, oh my god, my brain just threw up in itself. Uh, my brain just threw up in its mouth. If your brain has a mouth like mine... What if she's a Smurf mill? Not MILF. That's different. She'll be that in like 10 years. Assuming my theory of her being used as a Smurf mill does not hold up. But still, let's just ponder that for a second. A Smurf mill. <sighs> Next. I've had a personal fire of doing. Um, I had a quote-unquote weekend, which just means... Two days off in a row from the day job. And I got so much done. Now I learned a valuable lesson in getting so much stuff done. Um, I spent my first day just firing off emails, doing web work, um, updating code, getting all the, like, I'm going to stay inside and just do all this on my computer stuff. And then the second day, I was like, that's when I'll run all my errands, like, outside of the house. So, I will get thing printed, I will get a frame for thing, I will go pick up some new comic books, I will, turns out, drive a friend to an appointment, and in the meantime, get stuff done outside of the house. Don't ever just leave all the stuff outside of your house to one day. Oh my god, it drove me solely insane. Also, I had the massive sense of, like, anxiety that... I couldn't get all that stuff done, and it started to weigh on me. And I knew I was going to get all that stuff done, but I wasn't going to be home at the time. I wanted to be home, and part of that was, like I said, I drove my friend to an appointment and picked him back up from the appointment, and I had him there, and he kind of elongated everything, which worked out to some positive effect and some negative effect. Um, we did go to a store, a secondhand store full of, Vinyl CDs, uh, tabletop games, video games, books, 
comics, and I immediately walked and went, I should not be here because I will spend all my money here. So I kind of have a love-hate relationship with that place. Um, but I was kind of, you know, once again, that love part that I, I'm glad I went in. And speaking of love, ah, love. This is going to be the kind of acute mental neuroses of the episode. There's a girl at my day job who I really like. And I don't just like her. I like like her. Um, she's super cute, super cool. Unfortunately, she's like super cute and super cool and super single. So all of the guys kind of buzz around her like flies as if she was sexy shit. God, I hope she never listens to this. And I decided, I was like, I'm just going to kind of ignore her. Like, you know, you guys are all hanging on her and talking to her. And I'm not going to compete with that. I don't have to compete with that. I'm just going to quietly do my job in the background. And there you go. Cut to a couple weeks later where she's having issues with um, fonts and some graphic design issues. And I went, well, you know, I got my minor in design let me help you and I did ever since that she's been really chummy with me and once again when other people are talking to, with her I back off um, I'm not necessarily ignoring her I'm like I'm not like emotionally nagging her or uh, I guess I'm intentionally uh, intentionally uh, nagging her but I'm kind of backing off whenever anyone else is talking to her and she came up to me at the day job and started opening up to me about, like, her college experiences. Not in a weird sexual way, but, I mean, just about college and her friends and um, taking some time off to go out of town. And I went, oh, well, you know, let's talk about that. Like, it turns out that she's got family where I've got some family. And we started talking about vacations. And we started making, like, emotional progress. This is what's called the long game, or the slow burn, or both. And I want it known that when I talk about this to other people, they go, No! Just hit on her until she turns you down! That's horrible. That's horrible! That's not only some extent male privilege, but, I mean, just, like, don't objectify her like that. You can tell that I care for her because I'm worried about her being objectified by co-workers. My point is that when she gets back from out of town, I think I'm going to ask her out on a date. Being that we made some emotional attachments um, before she's going to leave. Like I said, oh, you have family there? I have family there. And I have family just outside of there. Let's talk about there. Let's talk about family. Let's talk about vacations. And, you know, she talked about, like, you know, wanting to get away and wanting to take time off. And I said, well, you know, I always like to take time off with someone. But I'm really okay doing it by myself. And she goes, well, you don't have to. And I was like, and therein lies the invitation. Now, I did not take her up on this, obviously. A little too new. But... I'm playing the long game with this one. I think she might be worth it. I'm saying this on the show. And one glorious day, when we've been dating for like six months, 
and we're in a committed relationship, and we're very okay, I'll go, did you know that, like, 36 episodes ago, I talked about you, and I said you were super cute, and super cool, and super intelligent, and I'm basically just buttering my own bread for the future right now, so, yeah. But I think it could be a thing. And I think when they say nice guys finish last, I think it's because we know how to play the game in terms of we have patience. And once you get old enough, you know how to psychologically manipulate people is not the phrase I'm looking for. But I know not to just walk up to a girl and go, want to go out? Do you want to get drinks? You want to fuck? No? Okay. Like, I don't have that extreme alpha male tendencies. But I do have my extreme beta male tendencies, which may work to my advantage here. So we'll see. And that is the list you cannot see. So from Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug, and from Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my cute mental neuroses, slow burn, long game, romantic edition. Good night, internet. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!